Happy Super Bowl Sunday. Let's stand together as we sing. We're going to celebrate Jesus. He is the way, He is the truth, and He is the life. We believe that. Amen. I was nowhere, you came to my rescue. From the grave, I've been raised. When I needed a savior to save me, Jesus, you made a way. Your love came to find me 
Thank you, Jesus, that we can come here to worship together. It's the body of Christ. We are not alone. We can worship together. We can praise you, Lord. Fill us up. Empty us of ourselves and all distractions. In Jesus' name. Change everything. 
Amen. How many believe that we serve a life-changing God this morning? Do you believe that? Has he changed your life today? Has he done that? Amen. I just want to ask everybody all across this place, if you're comfortable, would you just lift your hands and your hearts all over this place? Let's just cry out to God. Let's just give him all the space that he needs to work in our lives today. God, we invite you into this place today in Jesus' name. But even more than that, we invite you into our hearts this morning, Father, that your Holy Spirit would come in and have your way in our lives. God, as we've come into this place today, Lord, we recognize that none of us could ever do anything to earn favor with you, but it's by your grace that we walk into relationship with you. And we thank you, God, that you have graced us with your presence this morning, that you have saved us, that you have delivered us, and that you have healed us. Today, we come here to honor you, to thank you, God, with gratitude in our hearts, with thankfulness on our lips, God. Humbly, we bow ourselves before you and recognize, God, that you have been so incredibly good to us. That's why we praise you today. That's why we worship you today, God. You're so worthy. God, you're so good. So we honor you today and we worship you with the very best that we have. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hey, can we give our God praise this morning? Come on, can we honor him this morning like he is worthy? Amen. 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 You know, we have a bit of a different service plan today. It's something that we do on occasion when we take extended time to pray and also to worship our God. And so I want to ask all of our students if you could return to your seats this morning. I want to ask everybody if you could remain standing with me for just a few moments. We're going to partake of communion together this morning on the Lord's Day here in His house. We're going to gather around the table of the Lord and do something that we were asked to do 2,000 years ago every time and as often as we would in remembrance of Him. That's why we're going to do this today. And as our students return to their seats, I know we still have a few people coming in to find seats as well. We handed out emblems of communion as you came in today. I know that there are some people who did not get those emblems of communion. So our ushers are in the aisles. We want to put those in your hand this morning if you did not get those. So would you just lift your hand if you did not receive the emblems of communion this morning? Just lift it nice and high. We want to make sure that we serve you before we go forward. Awesome. And as we're doing that, I want to take a moment and just tell you how it is that we do this here at the bridge. Here at the bridge, we practice what we call open communion. We believe that you don't need to be a member or a partner of our church to partake in this moment. We freely invite you to come to the table of the Lord, but we do believe that this is a time for believers. We believe that this is a time for those who have committed their lives to Christ. Scripture talks about rightfully discerning the body of Christ. So if you're a believer here this morning, we invite you into this moment, into this moment to partake of communion with us together. So if you're still waiting for the emblems of communion, please keep your hand up high. We want to make sure that we serve you there. Awesome. Awesome. I think we're just about there. Well, this morning, I want to invite everybody right now, if you would take the elements of communion and just hold them in your hand right there in front of you. You know, this is a holy moment. This is a holy moment. This is something that we do not just to remember what Jesus did for us, but it's actually something that we do to celebrate what Jesus did for us. And as we look back at what he did, we could look ahead and know that everything we'll ever need in this life is available to us because of the sacrifice that Jesus made. Amen? You know, this morning, I'm reminded over these last few weeks how we've been talking about, but first, Jesus. We've taken extra time at the beginning of 2018 to focus on putting Jesus first in every area of our life. And when you talk about putting Jesus first in every area of of your life. Sometimes that means that you got to make some hard choices. 
Sometimes that means that you got to push some things out so that we can invite Jesus in to take his rightful position on the throne of our lives. And I don't know about you, but when I look at every area of my life, and when I ask myself the, the question, Jesus, have I put you first? When I have to make those hard decisions, sometimes it feels like I'm making a bit of a sacrifice to put Jesus first. Does that make sense to everybody? But when I think about sacrifice, can I just tell you this morning that there's no sacrifice that I could ever make that is greater or could ever live up to the sacrifice that Jesus made so that I could be brought back into relationship with God. Amen? And this morning, I don't know what kind of sacrifices you've made over these last few weeks as we put Jesus first in our lives. But right here in our hands, we hold the elements and the emblems of the greatest sacrifice that was ever made. And it was made for me, and it was made for you. That if we would choose to come into that relationship with God, we could partake of the Lord's Supper and celebrate what He did for us, not just in this life, but for all of eternity, forever with God. This morning, I'm so grateful for what Jesus has done for me. Are you grateful for Jesus this morning? So this morning, we're going to partake of communion. I want to invite you, first of all, if you would just peel off that top layer of the cup and grab that little wafer. Maybe you want to break it there in your hands. Scripture says that on the night that Jesus was betrayed, as he gathered his disciples, he took bread and he broke it. And he distributed it to his disciples. And he looked at them and he said, this is my body, which has been broken for you. Take it and eat it. Do it as often as you would in remembrance of me. And I want to say this morning, I love this thought. We, we say this a lot here at the bridge, but I want to just remind you one more time. The body of Christ was broken so that you and I could be put back together in this life and in the life to come. Amen. So this morning with gratitude in our hearts, let's partake together of the bread. Then I'll invite you also to open the cup. The Apostle Paul echoed the words of Jesus and talked about how on the night that he was betrayed, in the same manner he took the cup. He distributed it to his disciples. He said, this is my blood that is shed for you. It's the blood of a new covenant or a new deal for you and I with God. He said, take it and drink it. Do this as often as you would in remembrance of me. It's because of the blood of Jesus shed that our sins have been cast far from us and we are washed as white as snow. And I am so grateful for the sacrifice that Jesus made for me. Amen. Let's partake together of the cup this morning. Jesus, right now in this holy moment, we want you to know that you are first in our lives. We want you to know that we celebrate what you did for us. We don't just look back at it as a milestone moment that happened in a history book, but we recognize that it was a life-defining moment for each and every one of us, not just in this life that we live today, but it set us up for a win for all of eternity to spend it with God. Thank you for that sacrifice. We honor you for that in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. There's one more prayer that I want to pray this morning before we move forward in our service. Over these last few weeks, as we've made the commitment to put Jesus first in all areas of our life, I want to pray right now for that. For those of us who have made that commitment to put him first, that we would see God honor that commitment, that we would grow in him, that we would go to new heights in him, and that we would see his hand of blessing at work in our life like we have never seen it before. Does anybody want the blessing of God in your life? I believe that God wants us to grow. 
and that God wants us to flourish. So this morning, if you've made that commitment to him, let's just pray one more prayer and ask for his blessing and expect him to move in our lives. God, I thank you for a body of believers, for a company of people who have chosen to put you first. And this morning, God, there are so many different things that we could do in this service. But in this very moment, in this occasion, we choose with gratitude in our heart to honor you and let you know that you are the one who deserves the rightful place on the throne of our lives. We kick everything else out of that position and we put you number one. We invite you in. We ask that you would have your way. And as you have your way, I pray that people would grow in their relationship with you. I pray that spiritually we would mature and be the people that you have called us to be. I pray that you would bring call alive in people's lives in this place today in Jesus name I pray that you would set people free as they put you first I pray God that you would move in and provide for people as they put you first I pray for the one who's holding on to sickness that they would be healed today in Jesus name as they put you first and God as we invite you in we want you to know that we expect to see you move in our lives God we know that your promises never return void so as we ask and we expect we believe that we will have the things that you have promised us we thank you that we as your church can count on you to give us everything we'll ever need in this life. And it's all because of the cross. It's all because of Jesus. We honor you today and we thank you in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen, amen. I know you got your hands full. Otherwise, I'd ask you to give God a clap of praise this morning. But right now our ushers are coming and they're gonna collect these empty containers. And as they're collecting those, I wanna ask if you would pass those to the end of your aisle. We're going to worship God for just a couple more moments this morning. Amen? Amen.
lift your hands one more time let's honor God father we worship you today we declare Jesus is first in our hearts first in our lives first in all that we do God we want your presence we want your spirit at work in us and through us today we just surrender everything to you and thank you for what you're about to do today in Jesus name amen amen are you glad to be in God's house today I'm glad to see you glad you're here can we welcome Bridge Youth being in service with us today as well? Yeah. Hey, go ahead and be seated this morning if you would, please. We want to continue the flow of what God's doing right here. As you're finding your seats, let me say a couple things real quickly. If it's your first time here at the Bridge, this is an unusual Sunday, uh, a special Sunday. We set aside two or three Sundays a year to have worship and prayer days. We're going to be praying in just a few minutes for everybody's needs. But I want to welcome you. If it's your first time at the bridge, uh, welcome. We know there are a lot of great churches in this valley. We're honored that you are here with us today. If you have any questions about Bridge Church today on your way out, just to the right as you go out that first set of doors, there's a connection center right there. Stop by the connection center. 
They can answer any questions you might have. You can also check out our website, thebridgechurch.tv, and get more answers there. We're just really glad you're here today. Thanks for joining us. Can we just welcome our first-time guests today? God bless you. Now, I'm going to share for just a few minutes this morning, and then we're going to pray. Um, If you would, open your Bibles to Acts chapter 3. If you don't have a Bible, don't worry about it. We're going to have verses on the screen. Acts chapter 3, and then we're going to look at one verse of of Scripture in Mark chapter 11. Acts 3, Mark chapter 11. I want to share some things today to encourage your faith before we pray. You know, this last month, all of January, we talked about, but first, Jesus. And we studied the life of Peter from, we looked at several scenes in his life, but we concentrated on Peter's life, the change that happened from the death of Jesus and the resurrection of Jesus until the ascension of Jesus and then the outpouring of the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost, about a 50-day period. We looked at what happened in his life to absolutely transform his life. And last week I mentioned this, but I want to go back and refer to it and use it as a bit of a springboard. In Acts chapter 3, After the Holy Spirit is poured out on the day of Pentecost, we see the church begins to grow. A period of time passed, and then we see the first recorded miracle after the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And I want to tell you just a little bit about the story so you can grab it. Peter and John are entering one day into the temple. They're going there to pray at the hour of prayer, a set time. And as they're going into the temple, they're passing by what was probably known as Beggar's Row. It's where people set beggars in the street and allowed them to beg for money right in front of the temple, knowing that as good people and religious people were headed into the temple, the Pharisees would give them money as a show to look good, but honest, sincere people who were going to pray would give them alms to help them, give them silver and gold money. And so what happens is as they're entering into the temple, there's a lame man laying there who's been lame all of his life. And as Peter and John pass by, this guy cries out and says, Hey, give me some money, give me silver, give me gold, give me something to sustain my life another day. And Scripture says that Peter and John stop and Peter fastened his eyes on him. Fastened his eyes on the man, his condition, and his need that was so overwhelming. And then Peter, with this changed heart, with this new power upon his life, turns and says, silver and gold I don't have, but what I have I'll give you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Now that's a great declaration. But then scripture says, Peter reached down and grabbed him by the hand and yanked him up. And this guy who's never walked a moment in his life, never taken one step, suddenly leaps to his feet and begins to walk and runs around leaping and jumping and praising God. And it it caused an amazing commotion there in the city because everybody knew the guy. He lived on beggar's road. But here's what I want you to see this morning. In Acts chapter 3 where this took place. The religious leaders called Peter and James in, and the people began to say, what in the world's going on here? We know this guy was lame, and now he's healed. What has happened? And Peter gets a chance to stand up and share what's happened. And if you look at verse 16, he summarizes it. I want you to look at it with me this morning. Peter preaches a message about Jesus, and then he says this about Jesus. And his name, the name of Jesus. How many of you know this morning that there's power in the name of Jesus? Isn't that good to know? And Jesus' name, and notice part two, through faith in his name has made this man strong. Now think about what Peter's saying. 
It was the name of Jesus because there's power in the name of Jesus. We agree to that today. But then Peter goes to the second step. It wasn't just his name. It was faith in his name. Whether he's talking about Peter extending his hand and grabbing that guy and yanking him up. How many of you think it would have taken great faith to walk on Beggar's Row that day and grab that by the hand, guy by the hand and yank him up? That's faith. Amen. See, faith is not what we believe. It's what's so strong in our hearts that it spills out. Faith is a verb. It's an action word. But I believe that as Peter spoke that word to him and grabbed him by the hand and began to pull on him, I think faith rose up in the heart of that beggar sitting there on Beggar's Row. That lame man also had faith that day. Here's what Peter said. And his name, through faith in his name, has made this man strong whom you see and know. Yes, the faith which comes through him has given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. So what do we see here working? We see the name of Jesus and we see faith in the name of Jesus. How many in the house today believe that Jesus can do anything? You believe that? Scripture says, with God, nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible with God. God can do anything. How many of you believe in this house today that God will meet your need today in this house? Let me see your hands. See, I lost a few along the way here. And that's the point I want to make. It's not just his name. It's his name added with faith in his name. When I believe, I receive. Now, look at Mark chapter 11. One simple verse. I taught on this not very long ago. But I want to go to Mark 11, verse 24. Very familiar verse of Scripture. Here's what Jesus said about God answering prayer. He said, therefore, I say to you. Who's the Bible written to? All of us. See, it's not a you corporate issue. It needs to become a me personal issue. See, Jesus says, I say to you and to you. And to you, and to you, and to you. Not just to all of you corporately, each one of you individually. Jesus said, here's what I say to you. How many of you would like to hear Jesus say something to you today? Okay, here's what he's going to say right now. Whatever things you ask, when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you will have them. Whatever things you ask when you pray... Number one, we're going to pray today. And if you look at prayers throughout the Bible, if you look at what Jesus taught about prayer when he gave us the Lord's Prayer, it's about asking God for the things you cannot provide for yourself. See, some of us think, well, I don't deserve this. Jesus made you worthy of the blessings of God. It's not about you. It's about what Jesus has done for you. Jesus said, here's what I say to you. Whatever things you need you ask for when you pray how many of you in the house today have got some needs that only god can meet let me see your hands okay you have needs today whatever things you need when you pray believe that you receive them you know i say this every now and then a lot of people pray and it's like the wheel of fortune well, if my number comes up, I get $750. If I, I may hit bankruptcy, you never know what God's going to do. Let me tell you something. God will do what he said he would do and what we believe him to do. Now, I know I'm challenging some theology in the house today. That's okay. It needs to go from theology to biblical doctrine. Jesus will do what he said he would do and what we believe him to do. 
See, I want to encourage your faith today to believe that God's going to do what he said he would do. That you can grab the promise of God, you can plant your flag right there and say, I'm not moving off it, I'm believing God to do what he said he would do for me. It needs to be personal today. So whatever things you ask, we're going to ask today. It's humbling to ask for things you can't do yourself. Throw down your pride, throw down your self-sufficiency, and ask for the things you can't provide for yourself. Then we're going to believe that we receive them. Scripture, when you see the word receive, almost always in the New Testament, it means to take up, or reach up and take what's been extended to you by God. So we're going to believe, and then we're going to receive what God has for us today. And then the promise is, you will have them. You will have them. Turn to somebody right now and say, you will have them. You see, the great enemy of faith, and I'm almost finished, so listen to this. The great enemy of faith is almost always God's timing. We put God on the clock and we say, well, if it's really God, he'll do it right now. If it doesn't happen right now, it's not going to happen. And we walk out and we take ourselves out of the loop because we fail to believe that we receive. Several years ago, and this has been probably... 13, 14, 15, probably 15 years ago maybe. 14, 15 years ago, we went through a time that this church, back in the old building, we would pray for people on Sundays, we would pray for needs, and for a period of time, we didn't see a lot happen on Sundays, but for some reason, for several months, we'd have miracles happening on Tuesday. Now, don't ask me to explain that. I don't know why it is. It was just for a period of time. But if so many people would come and be prayed for, and all of a sudden Tuesday they'd come by the church or they'd call and they'd say, guess what happened? I was prayed for Sunday and it manifested today. God met the need today, whether it was physical, spiritual, material, mental, domestic, whatever it was. Don't put God on the clock. It's our responsibility to believe him and let him bring us to the crossroads where he's all the furniture around in our lives and he's ready to meet our needs. So we're going to pray today. We're going to believe God. And I want to ask you to join me, Zach. Come and join me if you would. Pastor Corey, come and join me if you would. As they're joining us, the worship team, part of the team is going to come out. Uh, teenagers, hear me. Bridge youth, believe God today. The things in your life, the things in your family that you cannot provide for yourself, the things your parents can't provide for themselves, ask God for those things today. And you know what? Don't be afraid to ask largely. We're going to believe God who can do anything to do impossible things today. Amen. So if you would, I'm going to ask you to stand to your feet. We're going to begin to pray. We're going to pray two major prayers today. The very first prayer is we're going to pray a prayer for healing of bodies. Physical healing. Maybe you even need an emotional healing today. A mental and emotional healing. Here's what I want you to do, and I want everybody to listen closely. We do not put people on the spot. We don't, you know, make spec, you know, spectacles of people. But we look for faith because I believe God looks for faith. Here's what I'm going to ask you to do today. If you look at the ministry of Jesus, he was moved when people had no way out and they came to him in desperation. If you've got a desperate need in your life today, I want you to step into the aisle. It's all I ask you to do. Just step out in the nearest aisle. If, you know what? If it causes a commotion in, wide, in long rows, that's okay. Just let people out. If people start moving, let them out into the aisles. Because here's what we're going to do. It's a step of faith to step out in that aisle and say, I have a need, but I believe Jesus is going to meet my need today. Second thing is, those of you at your seats, I'm going to ask you to extend your hands towards those standing near you in the aisles. If you're close enough and you're comfortable, just reach out and lay your hand on somebody's shoulder. 
We're going to pray right now. We're going to believe God to do great things in this place. The healer's in the house right now. Jesus is the healer. We're going to pray. And I'm going to ask you to come and pray for physical healing right now and emotional healing. Everybody in the house, as we pray, it's not just us praying. We're all praying together. We're all in agreement for those who have these needs. So lift your voices. Let's begin to pray right now. Thank you, Father. God, we just come before you right now. And Father, we just thank you that we can ask, believing that we receive, and you are faithful to hear and answer our prayers. So right now in this place, we join our faith together. We extend our faith beyond doctor's reports. We extend our faith beyond circumstances that we see, and we fix our faith and our confidence in you, in your word, and in your cross, and all that was accomplished on Calvary's cross. We thank you. Your word says that by the stripes of Jesus, we were healed. It's already been done. The price has already been paid for. And so, Father, right now, we ask, and we ask that you would bring healing into each and every one of these bodies in this place, those who are reaching out, believing you for healing. God, those watching online who are reaching out in faith, believing you for healing. God, we are asking for healing in each and every one of these bodies in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, I thank you that you have given us authority on this earth. And so right now we take authority over sickness and disease and we command it to go now in Jesus' name. I speak to blood and I command blood to be cleansed and whole. God, I speak to organs and command them to start functioning the way you created them to function in the name of Jesus. God, I speak to bones in this place and I command bones to be made whole in Jesus' name. Father, I speak to minds and hearts in this place. And God, I ask that you would bring healing. You would bring restoration, God, in the name of Jesus. That you would pour your healing power deep into hearts, God, in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you that you are our healer. You are our source for absolutely everything. God, I ask that your healing power would just wash through people's bodies right now from the top of their head to the soles of their feet, wash through their minds, wash through their hearts now, bringing cleansing, bringing healing, bringing wholeness and life now in the name of Jesus. And we praise you and we thank you and we anticipate your miraculous power in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. 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 Once and for all, be healed in Jesus' name. Once and for all. You know what? Cancer's got to die in this house today, right now, in the name of Jesus. Father, heal and deliver people from that disease of cancer. No matter what kind it is, heal today in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. You know, this week, we've had two close ministry friends, precious people, We've been really attacked by the enemy with some different physical things. Minister, pastor, friends of ours. One's a pastor's wife, one's a pastor himself. Been fighting a battle of faith. I want you to do something today. I, w- I wasn't going to do this, but I feel so led. I want to lift up two people to you, a pastor's wife and then a, another pastor who right now today need a healing from God. 
a healing right now. I want you to join me. Father, in the name of Jesus, your power knows no boundaries, no limits. Right now, I ask you to go out to that pastor's wife's body in the name of Jesus and heal her right now. That even tomorrow, as doctors are reading tests, already she's been made whole, regardless of what tests say. Heal her body in the name of Jesus. She's asked for prayer. We're praying in Jesus' name. Heal her now. And Father, for that pastor friend who's fighting these problems in his stomach for months now, Father, I pray right now that supernaturally you will lift that off of him and bring healing, bring an answer into his life. Heal his body now in the name of Jesus that he continues his ministry and no longer has these issues. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Give God praise this morning. Thank you, Lord. You can go ahead and step back into your seats right there. We're going to pray one more prayer here. I'll give you a moment to settle. I want, I want to tell you a quick story. When I was a teenager, we were having special services at my home church. And I was, I don't know, I was probably 16, 17 years of age. And one night, they had a prayer line praying for people who needed healing in their bodies. There was a man who came forward. He attended our church. We, we saw him regularly, but we didn't really know him. Come to find out he was a, a Bible college teacher, a Bible professor, a Bible school professor. And he taught some kind of theological course. But this man was a big man. He was probably, you know, early 50s, late 40s. He was a big man, 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six, and, and he was big and kept getting bigger. And we didn't really know him. Only a handful of people knew him. He didn't fellowship much. It was a long drive to church. But he came forward for prayer. Nobody knew this. He had some kind of problem in his body. And he kept gaining weight and gaining weight. It was a problem within his inner body, his organs. And he kept gaining weight and gaining weight. It was affecting all of his health. And the doctors didn't know what to do for him. That large man came forward for prayer. And as long as I live, I'll never forget it. When he came forward for prayer, he lifted his hands and they started to pray for him. And all of a sudden, I mean, like a ton of bricks, this guy just went backwards and went down. But on his way down, you saw his hands go like this. You know, and usually you fall down, you fall. This guy, he, he grabbed his, his hips as he was going down. He laid on the floor for a couple minutes and he got up. And let me tell you something. God totally healed his body while he was on the ground. But here's, here's the amazing part. You know, people say, well, it's a great thing to fall. It's a great thing if God heals you. That's what's great. This guy gets up off the ground, and when he gets up, he's holding on to his pants. Because while God was healing his body, God instantaneously melted about 30 or 40 pounds off of that man. And it was the only way he could keep his pants up. Now, please, please, I know some of you have already ordered, that for the new year, you've already ordered... Um, uh, Marie Osmond's package on how to lose 50 pounds. Forget about it, okay? I know we don't want to get up. We're not having a prayer line for that today. But the point is this. I want teenagers to hear this story. I want you to understand this. I learned as a teenager, God can do anything. What's best for us, God can do. What's best for us, that's what he's promised. And right now, I want to pray for just other needs, just a big blanket prayer. Because I want you to know, God's concerned about everything in your life. Everything you can't do for yourself, God wants to help you with those things. And I want to pray for miracles in this house today. And I got to studying, and I know I'm going a little long on my time, but how many of you know I'm the pastor? I can do that, okay? One, one little nugget. 
I, I was studying even this morning before service I was reading and you know in the book of Acts every time you see the word miracle or miracles we think about oh miracle miracles every time you see the word miracle or miracles it comes from one of two words one word means dunamis power it's what I talked about last week Acts 1 8 Jesus said you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you so oftentimes when you see the word miracle or miracles in the book of Acts it's really literally talking about the power of God flowing out and then the second word for miracles or it's interpreted miracles is a word that means it's a display of God's power it's God saying I can do this it's only my power that can do this let me tell you something you may have a need today and you say it's only God's power that can fix this God's power is here he wants to know who wants to receive today if you've got a need, I want you to lift your hands to heaven. I don't care what the need is. Just lift your hands to heaven. I want you to begin to pray and ask God right now. We're going to all pray together and lift our voices. Father, in the name of Jesus right now, we come to you lifting our needs to you. Physical, spiritual, material, mental, domestic. Father, I ask that you'd provide for your people right now. For these needs, no matter what they might be, you're concerned about these things. Father, it may be a marriage. It may be a family situation. It may be a work situation. It may be income and provision related. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray right now that you would just pour your spirit out upon every individual who has faith to believe and lifts their hands right now. As a sign of our faith, we ask you to meet these needs in a miraculous way. Let your power flow, display that you are God and you still do these things today. For we ask it in Jesus' name. Now we give you praise. Go ahead and praise him. Go ahead and praise him. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Whatever things you ask when you pray, believe you receive them and you'll have them. First service I did a little bit differently, but I just want to make one proclamation about our prayer today. There's some of you in this house, your family, your finances, your picture, your welfare has still been challenged going clear back to 2005, 6, 7 with the recession that we've gone through. Some of you have switched jobs. Some of you got into other careers. Some of you have, were demoted where you were. A lot of things have happened. Let me tell you something. You need to start believing God to restore his generosity and prosperity to your life. You need to start believing. Start believing. Start asking. Start believing for God to meet those needs. God is concerned about your family and your welfare. So you need to start believing in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, while you're standing, we're going to seal this with the time of praise. The worship team's going to do one more song. We're going to praise God through this song. Then we're going to bring the conclusion to the service in just a few minutes. So let's praise God and thank him for his healing and his provision in our lives today.
a God of miracles. And you know, sometimes that miracle happens instantly, and sometimes there is a process along with it. And I want to tell you today, if you find yourself in the process of waiting on God's miracle, do not give up. Remember what it says. In Psalm 27, verse 14, I love the way this verse reads in the Amplified Bible. It says, wait, hope for, expect the Lord. Be brave and of good courage. Let your heart be stout and enduring. Yes, wait, hope for, and expect the Lord. Let's live with a daily expectation that the miracle is on the way. Our God is faithful. Amen. Love you, Jesus. Thank you. You are a miracle working God. I want to pray one more quick prayer this morning. Here's why. Maybe you came into the service today and, you know, whether you're invited by a friend or you just got here however you got here, maybe you've never been in relationship with God. Maybe you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your own Savior and your own Lord. And 
maybe you're one of those who made a commitment to God, but you've kind of been running down the road doing your own thing, and you realize it's time to come back home. I want to pray a prayer with you today. Dear God loves you so much, he put his own son on a cross to pay for your sins, to bring you into relationship with him. That's how much he loves you. And maybe today the, something's just tugging at your heart, and you're realizing this is real. I sense God in the house. You may be one of those who says, I don't want religion. We don't want to give you religion, but we want to introduce you to a God who wants to be in a loving relationship with you, who wants to be with you and guide you every day of your life. But he needs you to open your heart and say, God, I'm in. Come into my life. I want to lead you in a prayer. I'm going to ask everybody here just to pray this prayer with me. Repeat it after me. It's not about my words. It's about you wrapping your heart around a simple prayer, asking God into your life. So if you would, everybody here, just close your eyes for a moment. Pray this prayer. Say, God, I need you. And I ask you into my life. Please come in. I need you. I receive Jesus as my Savior. I choose Jesus to become the Lord of my life. So I give all of my life back to you. From this moment forward, you will be my father. And I will be your child. Teach me your ways. And I will follow you. I ask this help in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Can we just welcome people into God's family today? Now, that prayer is the beginning of the relationship. It's not the end. It's the beginning. And we've got a little tool, a little booklet called The Next Seven Days We Want to Give You. It'll help you understand how much God loves you, what His plans are for your life, and how to walk with Him. So when service is over today, there's two ways you can get it. There'll be prayer teams at the front of the building who are here to pray with anyone for any need. Just walk down to one of these teams and say, can I get the booklet? They'll give it to you, no strings attached. If you want to get it and go, that's fine. If you've got questions, they can answer questions. If you need prayer for something else, they're here to pray with you as well. Or if you're in a really big rush, you can go out to the last set of double doors, the glass doors before you leave the building. And right in the center center there, there is a table set up, a whole counter set up with a sign that says the next seven days. We'll give you the same booklet there. Please let us give this to you. It'll help you get started walking with God. God bless you. We love you and appreciate you. Hasn't it been great being in God's house today? Awesome. Now, we got a couple more things we need to do. So, everybody, if you would, find a seat quickly. A couple more things before we're com- completed and finished today. Wow, what an awesome day this is. Oh, it is so good being in God's house together. We're just so glad all of you are here today. And, you know, this is the time in our service when we worship God with our giving. And, you know, throughout this service, we've been talking about how faithful God is and we can trust him he is faithful in every single area of our lives and that includes our finances and I am so grateful for God's word that he gives us such clear instructions in his word how to walk out our finances and he tells us that if we give that first tenth that tithe into his storehouse his local church and if we give offerings and are generous people that he will open the windows of heaven and pour out blessings beyond what we can contain that is his promise to us I am so grateful for that but as we give this morning just know that your giving is saying God I believe you God I trust you I take you at your word and I believe you 
let's let our giving this morning be a sign to God that we believe him and give in confidence knowing that he is faithful and he will take care of every need. He will supply every need that you have above and beyond. He is a miraculous, faithful God. God bless you as you give this morning. And as the ushers come, let's check out our church news together. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to The Bridge. My name is Nicole, and I want to thank you for being in church with us today. It's a pleasure getting to share the morning with you and your family. February is here, and we are already one month into the new year. We are very excited about everything that's on the horizon throughout the year, and we want to spend it with you. So let's check out Church News and take a look at what's coming up at The Bridge. Are you new to The Bridge? Have you been around for a little while but are still looking to find your place in the church? We want to invite you and your family to come to Connecting Point. Connecting Point is the place where you can learn more about the heart, mission, and vision of the Bridge Church. It's also an opportunity to meet our pastors and find out where you fit in. It's happening on Sunday evening, February 18th at 6 p.m. This is a very casual evening that lasts about one hour. And if you have kids, child care is provided for all kids infant through fifth grade. If you'd like to join us, just sign up at the Connection Center before you go today so that we can plan for you. You can also sign up on our website. We look forward to meeting you and helping you get plugged in at Connecting Point. A new term of Connect Groups is kicking off next week, and we want to help everyone in our church find a Connect Group where you can connect with other people here at the bridge and grow together in your walk with God. So next Sunday, February 11th, we're going to be having a Connect Group Expo after each of our morning services. This will give everyone an opportunity to meet our leaders and find the group that makes sense for you. So be in church next Sunday morning and take advantage of this opportunity to get plugged into a Connect Group this winter and spring at the Bridge Church and let's grow together in our relationship with God. to Man is happening this Tuesday, February 6th at 6.30 p.m. This night is for every man who wants to grow in God and build strong relationships with other guys here at the bridge. This month we will be talking about three ways that you can make the enemy regret he ever attacked you. All men are invited to join us for a great night of fellowship and the teaching of God's Word. Guys, we hope to see you there this Tuesday at 6.30 p.m. for Man to Man 2.0 giant killer edition if you are joining us today for the first time we want to meet you and help you get connected at the bridge stop by the connection center after the service and say hi we'd love to tell you more about everything that's happening in the church and answer any questions that you might have you can also stay connected by visiting our website thebridgechurch.tv there you will find details about everything that's coming up in the church and don't forget, if you made a decision to follow Christ in this service today, come and see our prayer teams and get your free copy of The Next 7 Days. Or you can stop by The Next 7 Days desk in the foyer before you go. 
We want to help you get started in your journey of faith. Thanks again for spending your Sunday with us at The Bridge. Hey, it's been a great day in church today. Thank you for joining us. As you go today, remember, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe you receive and you'll have them. A couple of quick things I want to point out. Don't forget, men, Tuesday night is man-to-man. We have great times, great studies, great time of fellowship at man-to-man. Come and join us. And then the other thing, normally month by month, the first Wednesday, we have a prayer night. This year, we're going to change things around. We're going to have quarterly prayer nights. We're putting some emphasis in different directions. We're going to be combining with what the youth does on Wednesday night. So we'll be bringing you more details in the weeks to come. So there won't be prayer night this Wednesday night, but look for the announcements involving prayer night to come shortly. Yes, and this coming Tuesday morning is our first Tuesday morning Bridge Women of 2018. So ladies, I hope to see you there. We have an awesome morning planned. It's a free event. There's free child care. So mark your calendars. Invite your friends this Tuesday morning right here at 930. Can't wait to see you there. And right now we want to conclude this service with a song of praise. So we want to invite you to stand on your feet and let's praise our amazing God together. All right. So this is a new song we're going to teach you right now. How many like new songs? Okay. So we got a new song and we invite you to dance and have fun with us. This song is called zeal. Zeal is kind of a weird word, right? What does zeal mean? This is the definition. Great energy or enthusiasm in pursuit of a cause or an object. So how many of you would say this morning that you want to have zeal for Jesus Christ? Great energy or enthusiasm in pursuit of Jesus Christ. Amen. Let's have some energy. All right. We're going to teach you this. You Let me hear you sing. You
song, right? Okay.